Hello, you've reached the Hope Hotline. Hello, is this the suicide? Is this the suicide hotline? Yes, my name is Bob. How can I help you, son? I wanna, I wanna die. I wanna, I wanna die. I, I just wanna slit my wrist right now. I know the feeling you're having. What's your name, son? Pretty trash. Uh, that's not even my mother or father's last name. They just put that on my birth certificate. Well, you're not trash to me, son. Is this why you're feeling the way you are? No, no, I'm used to that. Oh. The, the swing set stopped being fun, man. Mm-hmm. Music is music is mud. Okay. Every everything is a blur. And, and gray. Mm-hmm. I found out my girlfriend was a novelty porn star before we met. And now I'm the bad guy because this upsets me. Hey, I've been there. To me, you're a good guy. You made this call? That makes you a great guy in my book, son. The city's opening up and swallowing me. Talk to me, son. I'm here for you. We grow up thinking the, the devil is cruel. But, but we're puppets to this Truth. Dangling us on a string like like bait to a to a bloodthirsty piranha. Facts. Nibbling on the bottom of our shoes. I've been there. Are you mad at God? God doesn't talk to me no more. Oh. I just wanna. I, I just. I'm just so nervous right now. Listen, friend. I know your feeling. I can help you. Uh, oh. Talk to my supervisor yeah. here. Everybody seems to subcontract me out to someone else. No, son, it's not like that. He has a story you just might be interested in. Well, if you say so, I mean... I'm gonna go ahead and patch you right through. Oh, okay, but... The mind isn't as fragile as we assume. The things it can sustain are quite miraculous. The paths our imaginations can go are unlimited. But sometimes, our minds can open the wrong door. Sometimes, the wrong things can be invited. Minister Sinister is here to guide you on this mental odyssey. Buckle up, kids. You're along for the ride now. <laughs> What do you do when something completely destroys all semblance of reason and logic? Is there someone you call or talk to? Is there a place you can go? Is there anything you can do to pick up at least some of the pieces of your shattered worldview? Honestly, I don't think there is. At this point, all that I think I can do is vent. But in the end, it won't matter. It won't change anything. When you're made to feel so insignificant in this universe as I was... Nothing does, and nothing ever will. I received a call last week about 12 p.m. I didn't recognize the number, but I reflexively pushed the answer button and asked who was on the other line. The voice that came through was distorted. It was high-pitched and had this strange echo with an almost alien reverberation. I remember the first thing it said to me was, I am God. Of course... As soon as I heard the strange statement and the edited voice, I thought it was a prank call. 
Confused, I asked it to repeat itself again, and it made the same statement. I am God. I rolled my eyes and hung up the phone annoyed, but not even five seconds later, I received another call. I picked up the phone and waited in silence for it to speak, figuring that if he's going to waste my time, then I was going to waste his. When it did decide to speak, what I got was disturbing to say the least. I know you're waiting for me to speak, Brandon. Shocked that it knew my name, I asked it if it knew me. Again, the response was strange. I know everyone, Brandon. I am God. I scoffed at this. It was a slow Saturday, and I was bored. I figured I had 10 to 15 minutes to kill, so why not? I asked it a simple question. I asked it if it could tell me something about me that no one else knew. What it told me was astounding. I'm anonymous here, so I figure I can share this without too much backlash, but I have a drinking problem. I'm what you'd call a functioning alcoholic. One night, I had spent the night at one of my friend's houses with his girlfriend and some mutual friends for a little get-together. By the time everyone had left, it was just us three. I was far too drunk to drive home, and my friend had an urgent matter at work come up, so he told his girlfriend that I could stay at his place for the night. Gonna skip the build-up and just be honest. We ended up having sex. It was weird. We didn't have much of a relationship before, but it just kind of happened. One moment we were talking about our lives, and the next moment we were f***ing in his bed. Of course, we never spoke about it after that night to each other, or him, and to this day, it's our dark secret. Not only did it know what had happened, but it knew every detail of the encounter. What I was wearing, the words she said, the exact time I arrived, and when I left the next morning. This freaked me out. When I asked how it could know such an intimate part of my life, it simply said, I am God. At this point, I was spooked beyond belief. How could it know something like that? But as creepy as it was, I still realized she could have told someone. In that moment, the pieces of the puzzle formed together in my mind. She must have told someone who decided to call me up and extort me to not tell my best friend. Knowing this information definitely didn't make this person God. But just as I was about to tell it that it had gotten the information right, it simply said, I know, but you still have doubts. This sent a shiver down my spine. Knowing my name is amateur. Knowing a deep secret, even in such detail, is impressive, but still feasible. Knowing the thoughts in my head, that's scary. I agreed. I told it that I still did have doubts. I told it that I needed proof. Real proof that it was God. It went silent for a couple seconds before speaking again, simply saying, Okay. I watched as my cat came from my room and rubbed up against my leg for a few seconds before returning to my bed. The voice on the other end of the phone told me to stand up and walk towards it and that this would erase all doubt from my mind about its quote-unquote power. I wish every day that I could take that question back. It told me to walk to my room. I obliged. What I saw was horrifying. My cat laid on the bed with its back snapped in half and the words... I am God, were written in its blood above my head. I broke down. I, what in the absolute f*** am I dealing with? I quickly checked every nook and cranny in my home, 
I must have gone over my security footage a thousand times in the next five minutes and saw nothing. There was absolutely nothing. The whole time the voice was telling me that I knew I wouldn't find anything. It told me that I knew that what was happening was far beyond my comprehension as a human. Throughout my frantic search, I tried hanging up the phone, but the phone wouldn't hang up the call. I tried shutting it off, throwing it against the wall. Hell, I even tried to pry open the back to take the battery out and still nothing. The call still went through and all I could hear was it asking why I couldn't just accept the truth. It said horrible things about how it could taste my fear and how I should embrace how afraid I am. I had a panic attack and as tears ran down my face, a sharp pain shot through my skull. My vision blurred and before I knew it, I was on the ground. I didn't know if I had a seizure or something, but almost instantly, I could hear the voice on the other end telling me to stop and the world cleared. I was no longer crying, the pain in my head was gone, and I could see just fine. I just relented. I was tired. I was frustrated. And I was terrified. I asked what it wanted with me, and the response was simple. I wanted to know if you love me. I was shocked. That's all? That's why it put me through this? To ask a dumb f***ing question? I was sick. Of course I didn't love it. I told it no. How could I love something so terrible? To this day, that was my biggest mistake. The one moment I wish I could take back before any other. Again, there was a long silence. After 20 seconds of not speaking, it said, That is unfortunate. Those that do not love me suffer a terrible fate. I can never show remorse to those that do not love me. And with that, my phone went silent. I spent the rest of the day trying to process and forget, but I couldn't get the question of what the hell that thing was out of my head. To this current day, I've had the most vivid, god-awful nightmares of my life. Each one was abnormally long, too. Some feel like they were in there for days or weeks, and they were all filled with horrors and images that I don't want to relive. My life has gotten progressively worse, too. My girlfriend of two years left me. All the money in my bank account was stolen. My best friend found out about the affair, showed up to my job, and kicked my ass. Speaking of my job, I was fired for being the cause of such a scene. I found out my dad, who's only 60, has Alzheimer's, and my drinking problem has gotten so much worse. Keep in mind, all of this was within the span of a week. I think the most terrifying thing was a man broke into my house at night. I remember hearing him ransacking my house and being paralyzed with fear. I remember him slowly making his way up to my room and standing over me. He breathed so heavily, but didn't say a word. I kept silent hoping beyond hope that he would leave until I felt him put something cold and metallic to my back. In that moment, I felt that I would die only to meet that terrifying creature on the other end. But by some miracle, he retracted what I know was a gun and left my home. I think that was a tease, almost like that thing told me that my life is in its hands and that just as easily it could save me, it can take it away and there isn't a damn thing I can do. So here I am. Venting about a force that I have no control over. Something that'll ruin my life until it kills me or I do the job for it. At this point, I'm past the point of fear and onto acceptance. Acceptance of the fact that we don't matter because there are things so much bigger than us out there. Things that have power beyond what we can comprehend and things that will use that power without hesitation. It's too late for me. I guess you can call this a warning of the inevitable. All I can say is, if he comes calling, worship him, love him, praise him. Not out of any true desire to do so, 
but because it's the only logical thing to do. Something tells me he communicates with all his children. Save yourself and bow. Bow to God. It says it's God. Story by Reddit user Brian E97. Narration, editing, and all production by Minister Sinister. Intro voice by Jonathan Rickard. Intro music, Arachnoid by Purple Planet Music. Main story and outro music by Peter B. Helland. Special sound effects by SoundDogs.com. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for updates and special news. Thanks for listening, and we'll scare you in the next episode. Ha 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 ha!